You're listening to a Mommy Money Podcast with my mom, Kiara Solomon. Mom, it's time! Thanks, boys. Mommy's got it. Hey, guys. So I am so excited about today's episode of the Mother Hustler Podcast because we got a chance to sit down and interview Miss Brittany Gardner Esquire. Now, Brittany and I actually went to Temple University together, so it was really exciting to get the opportunity to catch up with her. But even more exciting than that was the conversation that we had. Uh, Brittany talks to us about making a decision to pursue her passion in spite of what the people around her were saying. And this conversation is so powerful because I talk to so many women who struggle with this thing, this very thing, making the decision to do the thing that you know you were born to do, to do the thing that feels most exciting to you that feels like your purpose instead of doing the thing that is safe, uh, that your family or friends tell you is, you know, going to make you money and all of the other kind of things that people say uh, when you decide or when you tell them that you want to pursue a dream or a goal. So this conversation was amazing. I can't wait to hear you guys' feedback on the conversation that Brittany and I had. Uh, Go ahead and check out today's episode. Very, very excited about it. Okay, I am super, super excited for this interview. Welcome. Thank you so much, Brittany, for being here with us today on the Mother Hustler Podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Let's just hop into it. How did you get started in law? What made you decide to become a lawyer? (laughs) Um, So it's a weird story. But um, so originally, when I started at Temple University, I wanted to be a pharmacy major and decided that I did not want to be a pharmacist. So um, I met with some of my education counselors at the school and they noticed that my Englishes were really good. I did very well in my English classes. So I met this girl and she we had class together and she was telling me about law school. And she said that she was an English major. You didn't need a major to go to law school. So I thought about it. And then I got an internship at the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office. And I loved it. Like, I loved everything law related. So I literally woke up one day and said I wanted to be a lawyer. And it has worked out for me. So that is my my story of how I got started in law. Wow. That's super interesting because most people are like, you know, I always wanted to be a lawyer. When I grew up, I knew I was going to be a lawyer. So that's that's really, really interesting how you fell into it. So I know that life as a as a lawyer, but really in any career can be challenging when you are a mom. Right. So how do you balance that? And can you give us some tips for how you balance owning your own firm and all of the other responsibilities that you have with parenting? I really haven't mastered the skill of balancing um, everything. I just try to take everything one step at a time. Um, A better schedule would help me. Um, I do have assistance with some people who do help me with my firm. So definitely outsourcing um, would help with that. Um, And I usually set my schedule up to where I can take my son to school and pick him up so I don't have to worry about that issue half the time, which is a a good thing about working for yourself. You don't have to ask someone if you can pick your kid up from school or if you can come in late. And like, I I haven't had to do that in these past almost two years. Um, So that would be a 
what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. That way, that that is the great thing about having my own practice. Um, especially being a lawyer, our schedules are very crazy. Um, our schedules change frequently, and I have found a way to not let it interfere with being a mom. So at this point, so I'm good on that end. So do you have a particular area of law that you focus on? I primarily focus on DUIs. Um, so a major part of my practice is criminal defense. Um, but I also do a, a lot of everything, other things. I have some family law clients. I have some landlord tenant. Um, people call me about getting their license back when they get suspended. So I, I do a lot of other things, but primarily it's criminal. So when somebody is looking for, well, I actually want to ask this question from both sides of the table. When, so the first one I'll say is when somebody is looking for a competent lawyer, right, for whatever issues they may be dealing with, what are some of the things that they should be looking for when they're looking to qualify somebody? Um, they should look for first expertise. They need to know that the attorney is knowledgeable in the area that they need assistance with. Um, also they need to look for, I guess, communication because a lot of things that I've heard just being, I've worked for the courts before going to law school. So a lot of things that I've heard is that attorneys don't respond, um, to your, to your questions, even after they hire you, they don't call you back. Um, so communication expertise and, um, I think those are the, the, the two big things because you want to hire an attorney that knows your situation and they, they, and they effectively communicate with you about your situation. So then the other question that I wanted to ask you is because you kind of fell into law, you were not like somebody who went into school and was like, hey, I'm going to become a lawyer. So if somebody is listening to this podcast and she's like, you know what, I, oh, I did always want to be a lawyer. Maybe it's not too late for me. What are some of the things that she should be looking to do right now to make that kind of career switch? I know you didn't necessarily switch careers, but you almost, you almost did, right? Because you were going to school for a completely different thing. Um, I would say associate with yourself, your, someone, associate yourself with someone in the field. Um, a lot of my mentors are attorneys and they're judges. I'm the first attorney in my family. So I, ha- I didn't have anybody in my family to call on or to look up to to figure out, like, how do I navigate this law field, which is why when I did the internship at the DA's office, it was really good because I met a lot of people. Um, so I would say, first, find a mentor or just even sit in the courthouse. I used to do that all the time on my lunch breaks. I would just sit in the courtroom and just watch the attorneys. Wow. And, and, you know, that's you don't have to pay for that. You can sit in there and say, oh, okay, I like what that lawyer did. Maybe I can be a lawyer. So um, definitely mentorship and some research. You know, you can go on Google. Google could show you the steps that you need to take. Um, like I said, you don't need a specific major to go to law school. You can, have a, you can major in Spanish and go to law school. Um, and just, just see if even that is an option because law school, well, to be a, become a lawyer, it's an average of seven years. So you got four undergrad, you got three law, in law school. So you also have to make sure that you want to put that time in to go to school too. So. Right. 
it is definitely a commitment. But as with anything, you know, one of the things I tell my clients all the time is you're already working hard doing whatever you you're currently doing, right? I never meet a mom who's not a hard worker. Right. Yeah. So you're already working hard doing whatever it is that you're doing. If it's not what you think you're supposed to be doing, it's not what you feel you should be doing in your heart, you know, it's not gonna be any harder per se than living a life that is less fulfilling to you. So definitely don't rule it out because you're like, oh, I don't want to be in school for that long. For me, when I was a kid, I used to um, think I wanted to be a lawyer. And um, I don't know. I never like, I definitely think I chose the right career. But the thing that made me rule it out was that somebody told me like, oh, you have to do a ton of reading. And I was like, I don't want to do that. You have to read too much. And I mean, you know, as a child, that's a, a really shallow, superficial reason to pass something up. Yeah. So now, again, I definitely think I chose the right career, but like, don't let the idea of hard work scare you away from right. doing something that you want to do. That's definitely true. Yes. I mean, it is a lot of reading in law school, definitely, but it dies down after a certain point. I was like, I don't think I want to do that anymore. (laughs) Yeah. So what would you say is your superpower? Oh, my superpower is I can think on my feet, like, at the drop of a dime. And especially being a lawyer, you have to, because sometimes you can plan your argument and the other side to bring something up or the judge to bring something up, it just throws you off. But I, I am really good at thinking on my feet um, and coming up with whatever argument or whatever I have to say. Like I can think of, I can think of it on, on my feet. So that would be my superpower. That's awesome. That is definitely a great skill to have to be able to a lot of people don't have that, right? To be able to like respond and they'll be stuck. Like, uh, give us one second. <laughs> Right, and it's embarrassing too if if a judge asks you a question and you can't figure it out. It's just dead silence. Like I don't ever want to be in that situation. I totally understand. So, what advice would you give to yourself? Um, as like if you could go back in time, you know, five years, seven years, what advice would you give to yourself as a newer mom and kind of starting out on this journey of making this shift? Right, because it was. How long, how many years ago was it when we were in school? Probably about seven years. So Brittany and I both went to Temple (laughs) University. For those of you who are like, huh? We both went to Temple University. Um, So yeah, almost, George is 11. So about eight years. Yeah, because Jaden is 10. I graduated when he was two. Okay. Probably like eight years ago. Wow. Right. So... What would what advice would you give yourself then? To follow your own your own path. Don't let anybody else tell you what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to be. Um, because at the end of the day, it's is your life. You have to live it. Um can't nobody do you like you do you. So um you just have to I would tell myself, because originally if I go back to pharmacy, I never wanted to be a pharmacist. My mom wanted me to be a pharmacist because she was a nurse. And I was like, okay, I'll be a pharmacist. And then I just hated it. I hated the sciences. I hated um, the maths. And then, you know, I wasted time spending money and time in classes that I didn't want to be in. And if I would have figured it out or decided to do what I wanted to do from the beginning, um, I probably could have been a lot, 
a lot further in life. I probably um, would have been more successful in college. So, I mean, that 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 is the biggest thing to just do it what you want to do and what you feel is necessary. Um, I, I love being an entrepreneur. I definitely plan on having other types of businesses. But when it comes to law, like I know I'm supposed to be a lawyer. I just get a feeling when I, especially when I practice criminal law, I just get a feeling that I can't describe. When people ask me, well, why did you decide to practice criminal law? I, I can't describe it. It's a feeling. You know what's interesting? I can describe that feeling because I was just having this conversation <laughs> with a friend of mine the other day and we were watching a video of one of my friends. Um, actually, my is a really good friend of mine who is getting ready to perform on Broadway. Um, and so we're going to to go see his play on Broadway and it's super, super exciting. And I was showing her a clip of the, um, the play and she was like, wow, he looks like he's like at home on the stage. And when she said it, it like clicked for me because that's the feeling that you have when you're doing something that you're supposed to be like, this is the place that I'm supposed to, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I'm supposed to spend all of my time and energy and like, like you said, how you think on your feet when you're in front of a judge or you're there, like it just flows. And people will be like, oh my gosh, how did she do that? And you'll be like, I don't know. It was so amazing, right? It's your zone of genius. That's what it really is. It's the place that you were, you know, created to spend your time. And a lot of people don't get to spend enough time in their zone of genius. So you never really figure it out. And so to Brittany's point of like, um, you know, her parents, her mom really pushing her into be a pharmacist. I think we all kind of have similar experiences with that. Like my parents pushed me to do certain things. Um, but it's also one of the reasons why I'm intentional in like identifying my son's gifts and putting them in spaces where they can work on them and test them out as kids. And I think as moms, it's something that we definitely have to do because you know, who wants to grow up and do something that they hate? Oh, my gosh. Exactly. Yeah, I, I've been there and listened to plenty of stories. I, I don't want to spend my life doing something that I hate. It's not right. the way to live. <laughs> right. I 100% agree. So what would you say to somebody who is feeling like that? Like, you know, I, I, I think I'm doing the wrong thing. How do they... How do they not just like not just the physical steps, but what's the internal work that you have to do to be able to make that shift? Um, so I think a lot of people are fearful and you have to get rid of that fear. So I was definitely scared to start my own firm. Like I was super scared. I was like, well, how are people gonna pay me? And like, how am I gonna leave a paycheck? And after I started it and everything just started, just started rolling. And I it has been very good to me. And if I would have let fear get in the way, I wouldn't be able to have the success in the clientele that I have now. Like I just got a, an award um, not too long ago. I was nominated, I was selected as the top 10 DUI attorney in the state. Oh, like, congratulations. Thank you. But I wouldn't have gotten that if I was fearful to go out on my own and do what I do what I want to do or what I'm supposed to do. Um, but I am a firm believer that things are going to work out. It might not work out as quickly as you want it to, but eventually things do work out. And I haven't, like, I'm very happy in life. I've never been so happy before. So um, 
Yeah, so just get rid of the fear. That's the, that's the first thing. Stop being fearful or take it one day or one step at a time. Like do little things and check it off and then you'll see how far you come. That's so true. A lot of times we let the big picture overwhelm us. So right. I 100% agree with what Brittany said. One of the ways to, well, actually they say, I read this book that uh, like written by psychologists that says that the only way to beat fear is by taking action. Right. Like you, you can't beat it just sitting there praying. I'm going to pray this fear off me. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't work. Okay. So Brittany, tell us three or four of your must have tools that you use to like, just live as a mother hustler with all of the stuff that you have going on with your firm and your, your son and all of the different things that you do in life. What are three or four things that you must have? Um, I must have, you said three or four things. So one would be a schedule. Now I have to get better with having a schedule because I am horrible with schedules, but I think that my life would go a lot better if I had, um, a more detailed schedule because you can get sidetracked. So one would be a schedule. Two would be to have like peace in your life. Because you can't get a lot of things done and you can't focus on your business and being a mom if you don't have peace. Um, three would be to get rid of toxic people in your life because they do not help the situations. And sometimes toxic people get into your head and you start doubting yourself. Yes, they feel like, oh, I need this person or I can't do this without that person. So get rid of toxic people. And four would be to have some type of me time just spend not like not doing anything business related not being a mom or even if you are a mom if you go out to the movies with your kids or um whatever but that is that is definitely important to just move away from all of the hectic things that come with life and a business I agree with that girl. You definitely got to take time. Oh, I was uh, sharing one of my friends. I live in this space between like crazy overwhelm and like, wait, am I doing enough? <laughs> so exactly. you definitely have to pull back sometimes. And, and sometimes when you're ambitious and you have a lot of goals, it can be hard. You know, I actually, and I think Brittany probably would say the same thing. I really like the work that I do. Right. So it's hard to stop doing something that you really like to do. Right. Yeah, it um definitely. Sometimes you get you get too involved in it that it takes over your life. Like one day, the other day I was working on something else and then the whole time I got a CLE, it's continuing legal education. I'm listening to CLEs in the background. I'm like, why are you listening to this? Like what is wrong with you? But yeah, some sometimes you gotta take a step back. Girl, you sound like me. My friend was like, you probably don't even watch. You probably don't even watch reality TV. You probably only go to seminars. I was like, exactly. I'm actually going to a seminar next week and I'm so excited. It's in Philly. So I'm so excited. Uh, I do go to a lot of seminars. <laughs> right. Because you got to perfect your craft. That's what you're supposed to do. Definitely. You definitely have to spend time improving yourself. So, and it becomes addictive. It does. It like, you're like, wow, that was good. Let me go get some more information. Oh, I'm empowered. Let me go, let me go do something else. But you can't just be a hoarder of information either, guys. Those of you who are listening, you gotta execute on the information that you get. So if people you don't just practice in Pennsylvania, tell us where else you practice law. 
I also practiced in New Jersey. So I okay. was in New Jersey a lot this past summer, doing a lot of family law stuff. So, yeah, I'm licensed in two states. So Okay, that's awesome. So if people want to reach out to you, find out more about how you got started or to get help with a legal situation that they may be facing. <laughs> And the yeah, or no, it ain't even funny because like sometimes you just gotta call a lawyer. Like you know what? Right. This is not gonna be able to be something I can handle with my own. Right. No, that's true. Um. So I do have an Instagram. My um, my law Instagram is Gardner G A R D N E R Law Group. Um. If you do have legal questions, or if you want to know my backstory, or just talk talk to me about law school, becoming a lawyer, or anything related to that field. Um, my personal Instagram is Miss M S Brittany B R I T T no I'm sorry it's Miss underscore B R I T T A N Y Renee R E N A A. So and I'd be happy to talk to anybody who has questions and about this life. <laughs> awesome. So guys, we'll make sure that if you want to connect with Brittany, you can just scroll down to the show notes and click on those links to go and connect with her um, on social media to ask her your legal questions or to just connect with her if you're looking for somebody who can give you some more insight into um, this profession and how she made this switch to being able to follow her passions despite you know, all of the input from people around her and from the fear and from just the things that we all deal with. And I think that it's important that we address the fact that every successful person that you ever will meet has had to overcome fear, has had to overcome the opinions of others, has had to overcome their own insecurities. Um, But the only way to become successful is by overcoming those things. You're never going to get rid of them. They're never going to you know, just wake up one day and they're they're all going like, oh, child, that's fear. I just, it just disappeared. It doesn't happen. You definitely have to fight through it, if you will. But I want you guys to know that it's possible. Not only is it possible, but it's possible for you. This is not just Brittany's story. This could be your story, too. Thank you so much, Brittany, for joining us today. I super, super appreciate it. Guys, this amazing mother hustler is out here killing this legal game. Make sure you guys follow her. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor, like and share, rate and review this podcast so we can get our numbers up. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you and appreciate you. Have a great day.